Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hi, this is Christy Walsh from Surfing the Psychic Waves, and today we are surfing the waves of money. Oh my gosh, we are going to surf a lot of energy in this show today. We're going to try to get to the waves of wealth and prosperity, abundance and money, and we hope to deconstruct some of the rogue money waves that seem to take us off our path. So we're going to use a lot of energy that's going to look like cobalt blue and uh, this other gold uh, energy color in this class, and we'll get to that in a little a little bit later. Um, but first, uh, we kind of want to say hello to the waves here. Um, they're going to be a little bit intense today, and we hope that uh, you'll have some sort of revelation or greater awareness around the energy of money. So as I talk, um, any energy that comes up around this topic, just save it, push it to the side of your brain for a little bit, because uh, we're going to use that <laughs> wherever you sort of get those little uh, sort of, oh no, don't want to look at that. Any of that kind of energy, we want to use that for a little bit later in the show. So the word money just has so much energy on it and there's lots of pictures and emotional attachments to it. And if you say, you know, wealth, the word wealth, it has a different energy than the word money. And it might be a little bit more distanced for, for you than the word money. Uh, for me, wealth saying, the word wealth, it has something to do with like the haves and the have nots, you know, whoever those people are. And when I use the word abundance, you know, what does that mean? And for me, it, it looks like a fruit basket or a cornucopia thing. Um, so I, I'm not sure why that's there. And it's always been like that my whole life. So when someone says, you know, the, the words or the term starving artist, I just, instantly get mad and embarrassed. And if someone says something like, oh, that's a ripoff, it just, I just get instantly disgusted. It doesn't matter who said it. It doesn't matter whether or not it's true. I just totally just shut down. Like, no, I don't even want to hear what else you have to say. And I don't know where that came from either. So with money topics, it's like you have to have all these answers without really knowing what people are actually talking about. And there's lots of people out there that are thinking about money. They're trying to harness the energy of money. They're trying to be an expert. They're trying to conquer it. Some like to get really competitive with it like a sport. Um, some get very flashy with it or snobby with it. Like their money is a better brand of money than yours. <laughs> and it's, but it's just an energy. It's like controlling the sky or the stars in the sky. Um, why, you just want them, you want the stars to be there. You don't really want to move them around. And I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just a very interesting concept how we got here. You know, money was supposed to just get us to a place where we didn't have to use wheelbarrows to cart around our stuff all day, make trades. It wasn't supposed to be a good or bad thing. It was supposed to be just a vehicle, just a transport system. And so, you know, we want to look at this energy of where money was supposed to be helpful and it can still be helpful in our lives. Um, but maybe we can get it back to that area uh, instead of all this, I guess, competitiveness or I'm better than you with all my money pictures <laughs> kind of energy. 
And if you think about it, when you arrived this lifetime as a baby, you had no idea what money was about and you didn't care. And you were like taken care of by other people's money. So it's like saying about that oak tree that lives within an acorn. It's like you already had all your wealth and abundance and money pictures all on your own as a spirit before you got here. And it seems weird to think that on earth you have to pay someone or some entity to live here with the roof over your head or to pay someone to get an education. It's like paying to exist. But if you go back to yourself and that energy of a little baby, you were taking care of yourself with that magical babiness, inspiring those around you, you know, getting them to feed you and clothe you and take care of you. So there is a natural state of abundance there that's built into this earthly life. So no matter what the childhood, you know, that you experienced, if you're looking at the energy of just arriving on this planet, you had everything you needed to have a good time on earth. You had an earthly body, you had your spirit, your mind, your soul, you had all that DNA, you had the whole earth to roam around when you first got here and you had every toy ever made available to you when you arrived on earth. So like you were set. So how do we go from like that energy of like, wow, world is my oyster to something else. And we fast forward to, you know, other, you know, money pictures that we have today and some that circulate in the air today. There are so many of them, but an example is maybe moving on from a type of uh, secular type of work to something more philosophical or spiritual. And you write a book like the power of now and just live happily and wealthily ever after, you know, living your dream, living the life of your dreams, just all that whole construct is just a construct. It's just an idea of what you could do with money. But that doesn't mean that that's like the only path. We know that there are so many different ways to get there. And so what happens for some folks, um, they do get to that idea of where their dreams are kind of coming into play. But it really wasn't all money that got them there. There are many other factors that kind of come in and collaborate. So we kind of want to look at that energy too, that it's not just the energy of only money. It's also that these other energies are playing with you as well. You know, we want to get away from these stories of hard work and struggle and heartache, and destitution or success uh, of how other people like move forward with their money energy. It's like those stories are great. They're just examples, but you have your own. You came here with your own ideas. And so we want to get back to what those own, um, own individual ideas were because the more individual sort of expression of that money space occurs, you know, the more prosperity we actually have on the planet. Um, and there's a lot of energy to play with here. And for some reason, over my many years now on this planet, it seems like things just get programmed out. We start off with abundance and then it goes to nowhere. And it's like, what just happened? So there's another piece to all of this money stuff. And that's time. So I'm not so sure exactly who invented this time thing or how that all got started. That's probably another show. But there are definitely cycles with this money stuff. And so I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, as most of you know, and there seems to always be a gold rush going on here all the time. And there's a change that happens about every five years. 
the actual gold rush was between like 1848 to 1855, which is about seven years, which kind of is speaking to some type of Uranus movement, um, just because Uranus moves through signs about every seven years. Um, but the gold rush was actually started outside of Sacramento, in between Sacramento and San Francisco. And this new gold rush that we're in of like cryptocurrencies was started by some dude from Sacramento. <laughs> so that's just one of the companies, by the way, that's involved in this cryptocurrency stuff, but it's happening all over the world. So there's not just only one place on earth that has this type of gold rush energy. I'm just using uh, this area as an example. There are many more places and spaces that wealth can get created so it doesn't really matter where you live either. So that opens up the space even more. So, you know, most folks actually showed up here in the Bay Area trying to find gold and ended up starting other businesses that ended up being successful. So like the path is not really straight or narrow either. And it's a little bit unexplainable. I'm sure folks that, you know, jumped in a covered wagon or a boat coming into the San Francisco Bay Area didn't quite know what was going to happen when they got here. So there's a lot of sort of risk involved with this whole money space also. And I wonder if that's why sometimes we think we kind of have our uh, energy together about it and then it just kind of dissipates. So we're going to look at that a little bit more too. We want to clear off other people's influence in your money space, just so you can get back to your own uh, sort of energy here. We want to move out like any outdated ideas or structures, or you could think of them as a scaffold. Like if you do things in this certain way, money's going to happen over here. You know, what if it happens over there? So um, it's it's kind of a interesting thing that uh, you can kind of do anything you want with it. And so then it becomes an even bigger space. <laughs> so it's a little bit difficult to grasp. The money energy keeps changing. It doesn't feel tangible all the time. You know, the other people's money pictures are all around us. Uh, there are areas we each have about money where we're frugal or where we're, we are really expansive. Uh, I know when I travel, I'm in this flow of energy and I'm seeing all these opportunities and possibilities and I'm just super happy. And, you know, I have a very different money space than I do when I'm at home. So uh, there's lots of other folks out there that are experiencing that same thing. Maybe when they're home, they're in this great money space. Uh, but the minute they leave their house, it's something else. So we may not also see it demonstrated by others. Like we may not have a lot of great examples in our life to model after. Um, and that's okay. Folks can be private about their money spaces. And uh, we're going to kind of look at that space a little bit too. Um, in your everyday workspace, many of you sensitives out there uh, pick up on other people's energy just because you can and uh, you can see it. Um, but if you're in like a 200 person company, um, you got to remember that there's like 200 other money pictures that are walking into that building or that business every day. And they might be dealing with, you know, debt or loss or, or all sorts of different financial disasters that might've gone on in their family. And then they're trying to just have a work day on top of all of that. And so, sure, some of those folks 
in that same building might be working their money space and being very diligent and thoughtful and trying to be really present with it all. But, you know, there's a lot that may not either. So it's hard to sort of navigate this whole space with everybody else's stuff in the way. And then you're trying to have your own money space. So we're going to clear out some of that in a minute. Um, and the other example I have for you is that in a creative class I took uh, about a year ago, um, there was about 20 of us in the class and we had to go around the room and introduce ourselves and say one thing that no one knows about us. And it was a new class, new students, you know, nobody really knew each other. Um, and there was this lady that was struggling to find something to say. And so from the outside, she was really well-dressed, not overly dressed, but uh, very nicely dressed. She seemed happy, not overly happy. She seemed just as awkward as the rest of us. Um, but the in- instructor kept encouraging her to, you know, tell her story. And she says, well, I'm really well off. I've done nothing to deserve it. And the whole room gasped of shock. Just because we knew, like, the next words were going to be really different from any other story that was told in the room. And uh, it was very different than everybody else that had already talked. So she continues with, yeah, we flew up here from Santa Barbara for this class. And we just are just stunned. The, the room's completely silent because we're not sure, but pretty sure that that meant that it was... Uh, her own plane. Um, and she says, yeah, I married an engineer from Apple. He was part of the team that created the iPhone. And then everybody gasps again. It wasn't complete like horror gasp. It was just like, oh, like that. And then she adds, you know, we met through a cosplay group. And then again, everybody is like, oh my gosh. So most of us in the room, you could kind of feel that we were all believing her, but most of us were just stunned by the story. And in some ways, you know, she did share her shock with us, and that was so vulnerable. And then someone started to laugh, and other people sort of giggled a little bit, just, you know, little silly little laughs. Um, but that it was a laugh that said, you know, good, good for you, lady. <laughs> like someone's doing it. Someone has a private jet and has a lot of free time to do all this cosplay stuff and married a really smart dude. Good for you. But it, it was just kind of shocking. Even to this day, I'm still like, wow, that was amazing. It's like we have all these money pictures and experts and ways to be competitive with money, but we don't really have a lot of ways to share it with each other and uh, sort of invite others into that space with us either. So hopefully by the end of the show, we'll do a little bit of that. Um, I would um, like to remind you all that you can always go to flowdreaming.com. Um, Summer actually has tons of uh, money uh, downloads, uh, flow dreaming money downloads for, for you all. Um, if you want to check those out, I've actually used them a long time ago. Um, when I, uh, was first listening to Hey House a long, long time ago, and they were very, very helpful. Um, and there's so many more now. Um, I was just checking them out before I, uh, logged in today. So you might want to check those out just as another sort of, uh, idea of how to sort of play with this, this energy. So again, you know, 
I, I was in this class and we got this glimpse of something that was just really valuable to the rest of us in this class. And that was just, you know, this person sharing this unexplainable state of money or the energy that comes with money. And she also kind of shared that um, there was a little bit of shame with it. And it doesn't need to be like that either. But she was being very vulnerable and, you know, probably had experienced some sort of energy that was shaming her for this sort of great success or this great ease in her life. So at the end of the day, no one really knows how this money stuff works. So we're going to deconstruct some of the judgments around it and get back to your energy. And that's really where you have the most juice. And it's going to be a little bit unique to you and kind of unexplainable. So uh, we want to see what happens in the show today. And as a resource, you can always go to flowdreaming.com and check out some of the uh, the money uh, downloads, which are really awesome. So uh, where we're going to start today is we're going to settle back into a space behind your eyes that we usually call the sixth chakra. Um, some of us like to play up in the seventh chakra, the top of the head. But for today, we're going to get into our clairvoyance a little bit. And we're going to use different colors and images and stuff. And it's a little bit easier to do that in the sixth chakra. And because we are dealing with our money pictures, we want to just be a little more sort of gentle about it and maybe not so um, out there with our money pictures just yet, at least just for this show. So I'd like you to just take a deep breath and settle in that space behind your eyes. As you kind of settle back into that sixth chakra, you can just imagine like a movie screen in the round around your head. And we're going to use that in a little bit. And then body-wise, whether you're sitting or standing or lying down, we want to just connect that uh, first chakra to the center of the earth. Just so we have, So we have a little bit of connection there. And then we also want to invite some cosmic energy into our space. And so wherever you think the sun is, there's some of us that like to play with the galactic center or the galactic sun, <laughs> which there are many. So whatever sun you want to pick today, that's great. So we want to just allow some of that cosmic solar energy to start coming into our uh, chakras that are above our head, through the top of the head, and let that start to circulate in and around the spine down to that first chakra we're going to start bringing up some earth energy too into the rest of our space you can imagine that earth and cosmic energy starting to flow through the legs and the arms through the heart and it's going to start to just flow wherever it flows great so out in front of you, I'd like you to just imagine a little campfire. Maybe there's a little stage out there you kind of do your energy work on. Maybe it's just a movie screen. That's fine. But I'd like you to imagine a little campfire out in front of you. And we're going to imagine a really nice cobalt blue flame coming out of that campfire. In fact, that whole little fire piece is really this giant blue flame. And we're going to just let it be there. And when you kind of have it set to the size and sort of 
area that you can work with. I'd like you to just imagine that the rest of the space is just in this gold energy. So anything going on with your body, we're going to just let that sort of resonate as at a gold vibration. Just real basic yellow gold. It might feel a little champagne-y with bubbles. That sometimes happens with this gold energy. And that's great. And I'd like you to just allow any energy that's going in and out of your body, any energy that we lit up as I was talking in the first part of the show, I'd like you to just allow any of those money pictures, situations or energies that kind of got lit up in your body to just kind of flow out of the body into that blue color flame. We're going to just let that flame Take care of that energy. It'll recycle into other energy. You don't need to worry about where it goes. But we just want any of those pictures or energy about money that came up to just go into that flame. Great. So I'd like you to allow any sort of uh, energy that comes up around any spiritual beings or any... um, sort of mediumship type of beings, uh, any uh, energies that sort of show up when you are begging and pleading for money. <laughs> Anywhere where that's ha- sort of happened in your past, I'd like you to just release whatever that spiritual energy is, whether it's any kind of financial advisors, alive or dead, just any other beings that show up. In my past, I have kind of gone biblical with some of the money stuff. So any biblical cast of characters that might come up, you can let them sort of flow out into that um, cobalt blue flame. We're just releasing that energy. We're not getting rid of it forever, just for today. We're just getting a little space from all of these other advising energies So any other teachers, any other college instructors that you might have experienced along the way, uh, like I say, any other financial advisors, any sort of seminars you might have seen, any YouTubes about money and manifesting money, you can just let that go into that uh, cobalt blue color flame. Any of those sort of prosperity kind of authors that you might have read in the past, like books like Think and Grow Rich, those books are great, but right now we don't need it. So we're just going to let that go into that cobalt blue color flame. It's like sometimes we're holding on to the energy about money but we're not really doing anything with the energy of money. So we're just releasing all the kind of um, cast of characters, the sort of situational energy around that money space. So now we're getting to the good stuff. So any energy around uh, kind of the family legacy of monies, uh, whether it was coming to America, whether it was leaving America, whether it was 
buying a home for the first time or the first person to go off to college or any of the sort of financial markers the family used to say this was a success or this totally didn't work out, whatever that was, could you just allow any of those energies to go into that cobalt blue flame? So we're kind of opening up the family story too. So whatever those past legacies are, how you borrowed money, how you use credit cards, how you, you know, get a loan for a house, just any of those sort of financial structures, who had a big bank account, who didn't, um, who borrowed money and didn't pay people back, um, who got a new car in the new in the family, who didn't get a new car in the family, any of those very uh, poignant family stories. Could you just allow those to just go into that cobalt blue flame out in front of you? There's kind of a lot of energy on that. So families, uh, legacy wise, you know, we're, we're thinking actually about a lot of people. So it's not just your parents, but their parents, their parents, parents, all these aunts and uncles all over the place, and all their stories. Who was a success? Who was a failure? Who was a black sheep? Who was uh, the one that always saved the family? Any of those sort of savior uh, to black sheep kind of stories. Could you just let that go into the cobalt blue color flame? And it can just be like taking an old box out of the garage and putting it in that blue color flame out in front of you. We're not trying to make this too complicated. And you don't need to go into the stories themselves. Okay. So we're going to just let that keep percolating. So if any other sort of family legacy stories come out as we go along, just add them to that cobalt color flame. And you can let that cobalt blue color get a little bit more intense, maybe a little bigger. So what I'd like you to kind of think about are any stories uh, from the news recently that have been about money that have kind of stayed with you. And any sort of histories of um, maybe the area that you live in. Like in my case, the gold rush, like there's always a gold rush here. So if you're not part of the gold rush, you're doing something wrong, <laughs> like that sort of thing. So any stories in the areas that you might be living in, you know, you don't need to be tied to them right at this time. So you might notice that just kind of a big bunch of energy just kind of comes off from around your head. And that's great. Uh, it might be coming out from other parts of your body. So any place where you have felt stagnant or just stuck staring at these news stories that have nothing to do with you but have to do with money, could you put that in the cobalt blue color flame? Great. And any pressures that come from kind of these outside sources, you may not even know them very well, but they just kind of keep popping up. Let that go into the cobalt blue color flame. So the other piece to this is that 
if there's any sort of push and pull with any other organizations out there that you might want to give money to, or you've thought about giving money to, or you kind of think you should do something about whatever and you haven't made that donation, could you just allow that energy, that push and pull type of energy to just go into that cobalt blue color flame? There we go. So any sort of energy about like subscriptions. <laughs> Could you just let that go into that cobalt blue color flame? Just any energy that's kind of pulling and pushing at you when it's kind of a set up payment. That's not a big deal, but there's still a push and pull. You keep getting emails and you're on these mailing lists, all that kind of stuff. Just let that go into that cobalt blue color flame. Let's turn up that flame a little bit more. Maybe add a little bit more lavender to it. And we might want to just add a little bit more gold color to that flame. Get that campfire going really good. Okay, so now while we're in this state with this campfire out in front of us, we're going to just let it start to fade away. And as we let it fade away, I'd like you to just allow a little bit more cosmic energy to come into your space, a little more earth energy to start flowing. And we want to let this cosmic and earth energy flow through your body up and down the spine and come over the shoulders, out the arms, through the palms of the hands. We also want to let that heart space kind of open up a little bit with that earth and cosmic energy. We kind of want to let that top of our head, that crown chakra, start to flow with cosmic and earth energy too, like a fountain. You have chakras below the feet and chakras above the head, and we want those to just be flowing with energy right now. You might feel kind of hot. That's okay. You might feel cold. That's okay, too. But you'll notice like a slight change of energy because now you have a lot more energy in your body right now. So we moved a bunch of energy out, and we're going to fill up. So we're going to keep filling up with this energy. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, work on some more money stuff and get to our own money pictures and construct a couple of new things around that money space. So stay tuned. This is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing, on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves, and check out the archives on inflowradio.com. I would love to hear what waves you're surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call. 1-760-456-7277. That number again, 
And we're back surfing the psychic waves. Today we are surfing the waves of money and it got pretty intense back there. So in this part of the show, we're going to run a little bit more energy and we're going to look at our own money space, our own money energy. And we're going to construct kind of a new little money space for us that's in present time. 2019 or whenever you're listening to the show. And we just want to get to the space where you can uh, play with your own ideas about money and what to do with it and how you want to create with it. Um, so what we want to do is uh, take a little check that you're in that space behind your eyes in the sixth chakra. Just take a deep breath and kind of rest back there. Maybe in that sixth chakra, you have a really big, nice, comfy chair. That's great. In the earlier part of the show, we had a, a giant cobalt blue campfire going. I'd like you to set another one up, just a little one, and move it off to the side. So if any pictures or energy come up that aren't yours, that aren't in present time, that aren't your new money space, we want to just put it in that blue flame, cobalt blue flame. It's a pretty intense blue. Uh, we'll just let that sort of get recycled and just kind of be taken out of your space. In the meantime, in this space of that sixth chakra out in front of you, it can look like a giant movie screen. Sometimes some of us have this sort of theater in the round 360 degree sort of area around us. You might see that. And we're using our sixth chakra today just because it's a little bit more, I guess, gentle. So you don't have to roll out your money space to everyone around you right this second. You can take your time with it. Just kind of enjoy your space first before you bring it out to the world. Um, that seventh chakra, top of the head, a lot of us sensitives kind of like to hang out there every once in a while. Uh, but today we're using that space behind your eyes, that sixth chakra, pineal gland, center of the head. Okay, so at the base chakra, we are connected to the center of the earth. And the earth has a lot to offer us as far as um, constructing those money pictures and feeling safe and stable and wealthy. And then uh, you can allow uh, from the top of the head just more cosmic energy to come in through the top of the head and start to filter through all your chakras up and down your spine and let earth and cosmic energy do their thing, kind of flow through your space. You might notice that heart space and energy coming over your shoulders, down your arms and out the palms of the hands. All right. So out in front of you, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to actually set out um, a little picnic table out in front of you. And on this picnic table, you're going to kind of put out a little tablecloth, kind of get a little comfortable. We're going to start using sort of the space out in front of you to gather different things that allow you to really work that money space with your own energy. And so the first piece we're going to do is we're going to gather the materials um, that really help you feel that you are safe 
and that really satisfy any of your survival needs. We think of uh, survival having to do with the first chakra, basic needs, but really that can be anything. So where you are today in this space of ease and sort of clearing out all these other money pictures, uh, what are the things that you need to feel instantly like you're okay? It could be a blanket. It could be Ziploc baggies, <laughs> which are one of my things. Uh, it could be tinfoil. There's like a couple of things in the kitchen that I need, and I always need to have them in my kitchen, always. So whatever that is, like the little items, they it, they don't really need to mean anything or have a special significance, but the things you just need around you to feel like you are surviving, you are taken care of. So I'd like you to just take a deep breath and notice in and around your body, in and around your home space, or maybe your workspace, things that you need that just sort of satisfy any of the survival sort of situations that you think about. And we're going to gather any of the materials that make us feel safe. We're going to put them on that picnic table out in front of us. Might be one or two things, might be 10 things. You don't need to think of absolutely everything right now. You can come back to this picnic table anytime you want and add to it. So in my case, I have my tinfoil and my Ziploc baggies on the picnic table, feeling pretty good. So then you want to get to the space, the materials or the items or the energy, um, where you feel wealthy. And so some of us might have a coat that we put on that just is like, oh, this is great. It's that feeling of like expansiveness and that you have your energy together, kind of know what you're doing, know where you're going. Any of that kind of comfortable wealth space. Maybe it's like the perfect set of pajamas. <laughs> Maybe it's a bunch of slippers. Whatever that is, does matter. Maybe it is, you know, a statement from your bank account saying how much you have in the bank. You could put that on the table too. That's fine. having, you know, a really big object like a plane or a car, you could just sort of park it <laughs> next to that picnic table. If it has to do with the scene or a location that makes you feel wealthy, you can just imagine that scene around that picnic table, just using that as an anchor. Maybe it's a picnic table with this view. That's one of your favorite views. And when you see that, you just have this instant, comfortable, sort of wealthy environment. Sometimes it's music. Sometimes it's hearing birds sing around you. Just gather any of that energy that allows you to sort of experience that wealth state.
Great. We can add to this as we go along. So sometimes some of us throughout our life or lifetimes, uh, might be other lives before you got here, um, there might be symbols or uh, pictures that sort of speak to you as far as wealth. Um, maybe it is a dollar sign or maybe it's some other kind of sign. Maybe it's a pyramid. You see a pyramid, you're like, oh, that's my little cosmic sign that I'm on the right path. Whatever that symbol is. And you may have a few of them. Some of us do like to play with a bunch of numbers. Maybe it's your favorite number. And along with these uh, symbols or numbers, it could be a specific color that you always use or turn to that creates that sort of state of uh, ease and comfort and sort of speaks to your money space. And you may have a couple of those. You might also want to add to this picnic table out in front of you any sort of um, amulets or objects, maybe jewelry, that kind of speaks to that treasure space. So we kind of always have this uh, energy that's sort of brewing deep within ourselves. Uh, sometimes it's deep in the heart space for some of us. Sometimes it is in the sixth chakra. Um, it can be in any chakra, actually, but it's kind of the state of treasure. We are kind of in this state of going, oh, this is so wonderful. Look at all this stuff. This is amazing. It's a little bit singular, so you may not see a lot of other people around. As you imagine this, just a whole bunch of treasure. So if that was the case, is there, you know, jewelry or some type of amulets, other symbols, maybe statues that kind of come into play here? Why don't you put that on that picnic table out in front of you? All right. Okay, so um, the other piece to this is that we'd like to put you sitting at this picnic table. It's easy to imagine ourselves in our own bodies. Um, we can imagine a mini version of us in that sixth chakra sitting down at that picnic table. But I'd like you to just sort of notice, you know, what are you wearing? What do you look like in this wealth state? In this command of money state? What do you look like? What kind of hat do you have on? Do you have a hat on? Do you have a big coat? Do you have flip-flops on? <laughs> you know, where is that sort of like snapshot of you in this wealth state? Great. Okay. And just remember that if you want to add to this later, you can do that. We don't have to get uh, perfection <laughs> right at this moment. Okay, so now you might notice a little slight change of energy. 
There are other beings that do want to work with you in this money state or this wealth state or this treasure state, however you want to sort of verbalize that. Um, for some of us, it can be a mediumship space where it's somebody who has passed on that is uh, knows of this earthly life very well, and you might want to work with them to sort of build your own wealth uh, in the future. Um, and it could be... Uh, other beings that don't have bodies, um, it could be other historical figures that kind of speak to you. So at this picnic table, I'd like you to just take your seat and I'd like you to just allow any of the other beings that have worked with you before that would like to hang out with you in this space, at least for a little while, and offer guidance and support, would you allow them to just sit down at that picnic table? And they might come from, like I say, other biblical characters. There's kind of no limit where they can come from. You might notice that just kind of that viewpoint of where this picnic table is, kind of the setting, the scene might change a little bit might get a little clearer, might get a little fuzzier. Whatever that changes, that's great. And I'd like you to just kind of take a look around the table. Say thank you for coming. And I'd like you to just take a few moments to kind of give them a little sort of blurb about what you'd like to do with your money this lifetime. be anything. Okay. And I'd like you to make a little agreement that you'll meet back here at this picnic table to discuss the state of wealth and treasure and money in your life in the future. Maybe that's tomorrow. Maybe that's later today. Maybe that's two weeks from now. Whatever that state is, you'd like another money summit (laughs) to occur with these beings that are helping you. I'd like you to just set that date. And these beings are supportive and loving and part of your team. And you can come back to this picnic table and sit down sort of spaces where you will work together, spaces where you don't need them. You kind of can lay out the framework over time. You don't have to do it immediately in this conversation. Great. Okay, so we want a little bit more juice to this whole scene. So I'd like you to just allow this picnic table, the scene that you're in, 
um, that you're still sitting there. You have your beings around you. They're helpful and supportive. The table is adorned with all sorts of things that sort of point to you where your wealth sort of lies, where you think about it. I'd like you to just allow the table to get a little bigger. So there's room for growth. There's room for more. And that could be other uh, folks in your daily life that will assist you in this sort of path. Opening up that money space, finding out more about you, whatever that is. But I'd like you to just let that picnic table start to vibrate at a gold color. We were using this gold color before in and around our bodies. And we're just allowing that to sort of be that picnic table space again. And in this gold energy, this table that you're sitting in, the environment that you're in, the scene that you're in, I'd like you to just notice that this gold energy is very easy. It's very changeable. It's very happy. And it's very easy. So you might want to notice that every sort of item that's on your screen right now might be turning to gold. The beings might have a golden hue (laughs) around them. You might have a golden hue around you. Your arms might be feeling a little bit bubbly with this gold energy. You might notice that your body is feeling a little bit more uh, at ease and full of this gold energy. You might notice that there might be other objects on your table that have popped up. Maybe you put them there. Maybe the beings helped you out. And I'd like you to just allow any other uh, energies that want to kind of color the scene. Maybe take a little place around the table. Maybe it's another symbol or amulet that shows up. Just allow that to occur. Great. So going forward, you always have this picnic table that's super gold. (laughs) Always at your fingertips. You can always come back to this space and sit down and have a conversation about wealth. And this is your energy and your wisdom that you're coming back to all the time. The beings around the table might change over time, and that's okay. Uh, You might hear other sort of aspects to this, like music, um, other sort of animal type of spirits that might uh, show up, and that's also part of you that's, that's showing up as well. There's a mediumship component of other folks in your family that might have passed on that might want to relay information about some of the family legacies around money, and that's great too. But you'll notice in this state, this picnic table sort of state, uh, that is very easy. And that we aren't getting into any of the old stories. We're getting into, okay, this is where we are now, and how do we want to move forward? We have all this information from the past that we're going to use in the future. And when I mean future, that can mean tomorrow. That can mean later today. 
So I'd like you to invite you to come back to the space anytime. It's your own money space. I did uh, mention earlier in the show that uh, Summer McStravick has some great flow dreamings around money that you might want to check out at flowdreaming.com. And now that we've cleared off all the other energy that was in our space before we even looked at this money energy, it might be a good time to check those out. Um, it's really great to kind of work this energy uh, over time. And you'll notice from today, it'll be different a year from now. Um, and it gets easier all the time. So I'd like to thank you for uh, surfing the psychic waves today. I think we had a lot of fun. And let me know if you have any questions. Um, you can email me at surfingthepsychicwaves at gmail.com. So thanks and stay tuned for Venus Andrecht. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.